Are you looking to give your immune system a boost? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farm's wild oil of oregano supports a variety of health benefits, including antimicrobial effects, as well as supporting the immune system. Plus, Future Farm is the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. Rosemary aids circulation, helps alleviate muscle pain, improves memory, and also gives your immune system a boost. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste while still giving you all of the benefits. Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean and produces it in the United States. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild oil of oregano is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. MyFutureFarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today we're talking to Nathan Jones, he's CEO and founder of Clear Inc., and uh, he is always prepared uh, with some exciting news and revelations uh, about uh, oral health as well as about uh, respiratory health. Uh, Clear are the makers of a comprehensive line of xylitol-based products, the Spry Dental products uh, for the mouth, Clear nasal products available for uh, the nasal passages. And uh, so, Nate, you sent me a, always do great show prep for me. Thank you. You know, it's I can just, whenever I talk to you, it's like, it's always you make it easy because you send me amazing stuff. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting stuff out there about your nose. Yes, and this one, the headline is uh, from the Daily Mail in the UK, uh, big paper over there. It's the headline is that's not to be sniffed at. Nasal spray made from chilies could be the answer to a persistent blocked nose. Research suggests, and. Uh, that's interesting. It's about capsaicin. Tell us about that. Well, capsaicin, we've known for, for I don't know, decades, that capsaicin is a natural antihistamine. And, and we have it in, you know, we've been selling it for 10 years in an nasal spray. Our, our clear max, that's what's in it, is capsaicin. And that was originally developed for people that have, you know, seasonal issues, you know, they're, they have issues with pollen in the spring and they don't want to get out there and use the, the, uh, the OTC drugs or the prescription drugs. Um, you know, and so they wanted something that was a little more natural and they kept asking us for something and we're like, I don't know. And finally we found that. And so we started making it and we've, it's been doing great. People love it. So, so let me, but it is, They've known that it's a natural antihistamine. Yeah, so let me let me get this straight because I made like some like five alarm chili the other day. It was you know it's winter, it's a cold day, and you know I was like put you know four different types of uh, artisanal uh, chilies uh, into the mix, and uh, then I noticed that uh, it was so pungent that it was making my eyes water, and I sneezed. So. Isn't it kind of paradoxical to suggest that people put chili up their nose? Because it does make you, uh, it makes your nose water. It makes you sneeze. Uh, it, the initial reaction is uh, mucus production. Correct. Because what it's going to do is it's going to force you to thin out your mucus, which is what you want. Okay. 
And and our nasal spray is not a fight alarm. Right. Capsaicin. Yeah, I tried it. it. It's it's mild. It's mild. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, we get people asking that all the time. Is, is it going to burn? It's going to burn? No, it, it doesn't burn. My kids have used it. My kids spray it in their mouth. You know, they like it. Um, but no, that's what, a, that's what it was originally developed for. And, and so if you know you're going to have, you know, some seasonal issues in April, May, instead of using clear every morning and every night, you just switch this one out. And hopefully, and the goal is to get you to use less of your pluticasone or less of your oxymetazoline or less of whatever OTC drug mm-hmm. um, usually is, is that the you usually you're going to go use. You know, our, our philosophy is not that drugs are bad. It's just that we are so over-medicated as a society that we're having an incredibly bad reaction to them. Does it have any applicability if you have a cold? You know, can you try to unblock your, you know, you get that kind of concrete sinuses thing? Um, it, it could, but I would, if, if, if I had a cold, I would be using the rescue product. Okay. Not the capsaicin. That's different. Because the rescue, yeah, the rescue has a whole bunch of, of you know, antimicrobial essential oils. Oh, okay. In it, and you know, like like oregano. That's, that's and the one that like I that? would use. It has oregano, polyarco, uh, eucalyptus, uh, or tea tree. Um, trying to remember what else, but but you know, I've been sick once in twenty one years now, mm. and 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 I think I've told you this story before, but. I went to the doctor and he, and he gave me some amoxicillin. You know, I had a sinus infection. He gave me some amoxicillin and I actually took one. And, and I have to, again, clarify, don't do this at home. But I yeah. took one and put it in my bottle of clear and squirted it up my nose. And my sinus infection was gone the next morning when I woke up. <laughs> and, and I called my dad and I'm like, Dad, what the? And he goes, well, I, I guess that makes sense because your infection's in your sinuses. You get, I guess it makes sense. And I said, well, why don't they just make a nasal spray with and and uh, and that would also oh, obviate the, the the diarrhea that a lot of people get with amoxicillin. Uh, I've taken uh, amoxicillin uh, once or twice in the distant past, and I'm never going to do that again because uh, I'd rather succumb to the worst symptoms of a cold than the GI effects that I got from it. Well, I used and and if you think about it. You know, the doctor had told me, and I, I don't remember, but whatever the, the the prescription is for amoxicillin, it's, you know, it's like two pills the night of, and then two the next morning, and then one and one and one for like a week or so. And I used one capsule and, you know, a whole bottle of clear, and I just sprayed it up there. So I got maybe one one hundredth of a capsule and it did the job. And, and I mentioned that to my dad and, you know, and again, he is a physician and, and he said, well, that makes sense. I don't know why. Let me, let me see if there's any nasal spray antibiotics and there aren't any of them on the market. There's not a single one. Yeah. It's a, I don't, you know, I, it's one of those things where you might have to go to a compounding pharmacy to get it done. Uh, I'm looking yeah. here at, uh, again, something that you sent me um, coming back to the COVID-19 theme. Uh, they, in the study where they linked periodontal health with uh, the likelihood of dying or having complications with COVID-19, they theorize that in addition to causing inflammation, that uh, the periodontitis 
could be a breeding ground for the viruses, which you then inhale. I, I never thought of that. Is that, I mean, we don't believe that uh, COVID-19 is, is transmitted via uh, saliva or, or food. Uh, but it makes sense that if you've got a lot of attachment sites for the virus and the virus takes hold in your mouth, uh, that you may uh, more likely inhale uh, small uh, particles that can go deep into your lungs and then uh, cause these complications. It's an interesting theory. It, and, and the thing is, is that what, what they do know is that the way that it's spreading into people's lungs is through, uh, they, I think the term is micro aspiration. Yes, yes. Like that's when you're the term. asleep and you're laying down. Yes. And, right. and you're, you're sitting there, you know, and you're asleep and you have a lot of people that are breathing, that are sleeping with their mouth open. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a whole other topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they're doing is they're breathing in there. And, and when you're breathing through your mouth, it's like, yeah. I, I'm trying to make a sound, right. but, but, and then it stops and then it goes. And every time you have that jerk, yeah. you can knock, you can knock particles, um, you know, bacteria, like these biofilms loose and yes. you can aspirate those. Well, you know, aspiration pneumonia is, is very well known. I mean, well before that's, COVID-19. That's exactly where I was. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going. That's the yeah. same thing that happens with aspirated pneumonia. Right. And this is people who have, have GERD, uh, or maybe they're elderly, their swallowing mechanism is compromised, uh, and uh, in effect, they're aspirating or inhaling, uh, you know, not necessarily like massive amounts, but even you know, just little tiny uh, uh, packets of liquid that could be reservoirs for the virus that then are inhaled deep into the lungs. And that's where, you know, trouble uh, can really develop. A lot of people have symptoms of COVID-19, which is restricted to the nasal passages. They may lose taste and smell. They have sniffles or they have sinus uh, congestion, but then it doesn't uh, go into the lungs. But once it goes in the lungs, it's a much more serious situation. So, you know, uh, clearly there's a rationale for uh, focusing on, on the airway uh, and, you know, I think the reason why you're having a lot of trouble in uh, the U.S. is that, uh, you know, the health system in, in this country is very monolithic and very complicated and very regulated. And you may have a little more of a free fire zone in smaller, more nimble countries, you know, where some of these studies have come from. The Philippines, for example, um, and uh, Dominican Republic. Where, you know, they're just looking for answers. And oh, by the way, uh, there's a shortage of virus of, uh, of vaccines down there. And they're looking for an all of the above uh, solution and economical solutions. Here we're looking for, you know, high tech, expensive, uh, uh, pharmaceutically based answers. But in those countries, maybe they're looking for, you, you know, they want to use guerrilla tactics to halt this. Well, I think I think, uh, you know, we are looking for it's in our nature to think and believe that something, the most expensive thing is going to be the best thing. You know, I mean, what's the best car out there? What's well, obviously got to be a, now I can't even think of what the most expensive car is. You know, it's got to be a McLaren, I guess. Um, you know, but, but is that really true? And, and, you know, a Honda, Honda Ford makes a great car. And, and we need to start looking at what those other options are because we cannot afford, you know, when, when president Trump, got sick he got the ferrari he got the you know hundred thousand dollar plus medical treatment and he recovered mm-hmm. 
And But we as a country, we cannot afford to keep looking for the most expensive option that we possibly can have. And, and that is in essence what we're doing. I mean, but you know, and, and this is a, a great conversation to have another day, but, but you know, our, our healthcare system, we're spending roughly just south of 20% of our GDP is being spent on healthcare, but yet we're tied with Lebanon for how well our healthcare system and the health it's providing to us. Mm-hmm. No question. And, and we're not getting paid for our crazy. Buck. We're absolutely not getting paid. No, not at all. Because, you know, the difference between you going out and buying a Cadillac and a Ferrari or a Cadillac and a, you know, something else is a lot of money. And the, and, but the difference in the quality of the car you're getting is, is not that, isn't that much. But if you're going out and you're buying a, a Pinto, do they even make Pintos anymore? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> if you're out there buying a Ford Pinto and you're going to go buy, a, you know, you want to go buy a, a Cadillac. You know, the, you're 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 paying for the for the Ferrari, and we're and we're getting the Cadillac. Yeah. But we should be. But but if we wanted to pay for the Cadillac, we could just get the. I don't even know what the lower level of the Cadillac is these days. You know. But we're just spending way too much of our money, and looking for expensive solutions. Yeah. And and we got it. We we need to redirect our our healthcare system to where it's aligned to where the hospitals and the insurance companies and all of us are, are pushing to drive down that cost so that we can actually, you know, spend our money doing things we really want to. Uh, well, there are some perverse incentives. So there was an article in the wall street journal recently uh, about what happened when the Moderna vaccines and the Pfizer vaccines got approved. And again, I'm, I'm not anti-vax and I think it's, you know, it's just a marvel of, uh, technological mastery and the speed with which they develop these vaccines is just incredible. Uh, and hopefully they'll be effective and they appear to be and without dire side effects. But um, the uh, executives and not necessarily the, the, the scientific researchers, because those are the guys who are, you know, laboring, uh, you know, slaving over hot microscopes. But the executives in those companies uh, exercise stock options to the tune of $496 million. Uh, and that's a handful of uh, insiders. Um, you know, when uh, it turns out that uh, clear nasal spray is, you know, beneficial, um, you know, you're probably not going to get a exercise a stock option for $100 million. <laughs> or are you? I don't think things are structured that way economically. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, well, that's, there, there have been a lot of people that have gotten rich off of a, off of a pandemic. Yeah. That probably sure. shouldn't have. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, we're, we're, we're knocking, uh, you know, American science, but here's something from, uh, a respectable U.S. scientific journal, Journal of Allergy and Infectious Disease. A review confirms nasal hygiene options are effective tools as part of a multi-layered defense against COVID-19. Uh, this is, uh, uh, the authors conclude that, uh, limited strategies are currently accessible in modifying the viral content infected patients' respiratory tracts. We propose that intranasal administration of virucidal and antiviral therapies may be a novel strategy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to prevent disease transmission, manage the disease severity, and limiting com uh, complications. So they're enunciating uh, this view. 
uh, you know, there, and, and in fact, and in that, they, and in they, that article, they reference xylitol. They reference xylitol. No, and they do. They they reference our product by name, um, but they also reference and and again, these are all valid things that have studies behind them. Mm-hmm. They reference baby shampoo. Okay, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, you can't get any cheaper. Right. Well, because you know, it, it's if, a it's if, a surfactant. It washes things away. Okay. So yeah, like yeah. like hand soap. You know, but it and, does and get rid of the virus. And what they're saying is, yeah, they they put it into an irrigation, like a neti pot or a mm-hmm. squeeze bottle. Yeah. And if you and if you have COVID, that's what they're saying is go irrigate it. Again, it goes back to the to the statement in the Journal of American Medical Association. Anything that we can do to lessen the viral load or lower the viral load in the upper airway mm-hmm. is going to help lessen the severity of symptoms before they it gets talked into the about lungs. iodine yep. in that paper yeah yep. before it gets in the lungs and they talked about iodine in there um you know there were some other ones that i know about there were some nitric oxides that they were using there were the company in canada is working on using in the uh, nitric oxide there's some out there that are looking at using hydrogen peroxide i mean there are so many options that that our public health officials should mm-hmm. be be bringing up to people because I mean, again, clear. You can't get any safer than clear. Baby shampoo. Mm-hmm. Use it for a week or two, and you get, and the only side effect is you get a little bit of, of irritation. You stop using it and, it, and it clears up. We've known that for, for decades. People have been using baby shampoo in, in irrigation bottles for, for decades. Um, you know, there's another one. There was another paper, and I'm not telling anybody to do this at home because yeah. they did this in a hospital, but they actually used nebulized alcohol to disinfect the airway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. And it makes sense. You know, the only bad side is you get a buzz from it, you know, and if you're sick, you might as well have, you know. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital message with you. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to today's guest, Nathan Jones. Let me get back to your more prosaic uses, you know, because Clear had legs well before COVID-19 made us, you know, all fixated on this condition. Uh, Clear was a valuable product because we believe in nasal hygiene. We believe in oral hygiene. Uh, and recently there, there was an article uh, that was done surveying the air quality in the underground systems, subways, of major metropolitan areas in the U.S., rating them. New York came out, not unsurprisingly, at the bottom. Uh, one of my uh, former haunts, where I used to live downtown in Greenwich Village, uh, the subway station there was the worst in the country in terms of particulate matter and pollution. 
And this is not to even mention yeah, everybody's got wearing masks. You know, they're they're afraid of the virus. But there's a lot of junk that we're breathing in our everyday lives. Whether we live in metropolitan areas, whether we live in the country, you know, the country. Yeah, you've got the trees, you've got the pollens, you've got the pollution. Uh, is there a rationale apart from you know fear and loathing about COVID nineteen uh, to to clean out your nasal passages on a regular basis as a part of a general hygiene? Well, I, I, that's what we've been saying for 20 years. I mean, that's what my dad started when, when he started using clear. That is not what his concept was. His concept was simply block bacterial adhesion in these little kids because he understood that the, the bacteria <clears throat> that were, well, so, so let me back up. So he read the study that came out of the dental research showing that xylitol blocks bacterial adhesion of strep h flu m cat that was staff, via chewing bacteria. gum right chewing gum uh, reduced yeah. the the incidence of ear infections in children correct and right. and the follow that that was the that was what they noticed and then they did a study looking at what that method of action was and it was my dad started looking for a solution right when that paper came out and so that came yeah and he goes well okay so if it blocks bacterial adhesion why are they chewing gum why don't they spray it in their nose mm-hmm and no one had ever thought to spray in their nose. And so he just got some, some saline, <clears throat> mixed some xylitol into it and started spraying it in these kids' nose. And the kids stopped getting sick. And so he started going in and, and learning all this other stuff about all this stuff and the science that even in 1998 was out there about using xylitol in the upper airway. I mean, there were studies done at, at the University of Iowa where they were using it in nasal sprays and in nebulized forms mm-hmm. to, for, for cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. Where infection <laughs> and, is, I mean, they're very, very susceptible to all kinds of infections, terrible infections. Not, not only, yeah, but not only that, but the xylitol actually acts as a really good mucolytic. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so it's thinning it. out that mucus that, that mm-hmm. people with cystic fibrosis have in their lungs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then and they, the University of Iowa, was trying to take that through and get a patent on that and make it a drug. And they ended up not doing it. Because, you know, there was no way they were going to be able to make it a drug. And they would never be able to actually use that mm-hmm. to treat people with cystic fibrosis, mm-hmm. which is a crying shame, again. Well, I mean, there's a benefit to that. Because if they had made it a drug, you'd probably be out of business, right? Well, they, we, we were already in business before they, they found that out. Okay. But the, the problem is, is that we, we don't have a pathway we don't have a pathway for us to take a food and make yeah. it into a drug. Well, okay, so, so it, 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 it's in the realm of self-care, and we're you're getting the word out and uh, enlightened people who take the time to inform themselves about the benefits can access it. So tell us briefly about the different forms that's available. And you know, so far, uh, you mentioned three different forms of clear. They're sort of clear. You know, classic clear, right? The regular formula that's got yeah. grapeseed extract in it, just and and xylitol in a saline base. That's the regular kind, right? Then there's another Correct. kind. A, there's the others. max that has the capsaicin, right? And that's just if you have seasonal issues, just use it instead of the regular one for you know May, June, or or August, September, whenever you know, whenever you have it. Um, and then there's the other one that if you that if you you know. If you have some kind of microbial growth, you can use it to help knock that down. I mean, one of the things that we haven't discussed here is 
you know, you, you touched on a, a tiny, tiny bit is the whole thing about biofilms. Yeah. And, and xylitol works phenomenally at breaking down biofilms. Right. And, 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 you know, if you have, as you well know, I wrote, I wrote the article on are. that uh, for uh, uh, postgraduate medicine, you know, and, and referenced yeah. that among the more plausible ways to break up biofilms. Is, is using xylitol. And so, yeah, to use, to use, you know, an antimicrobial agent in there with xylitol, just, it just makes sense because you're breaking up the biofilm. You're getting rid of all of these bacteria and these, and these, you know, this, this viruses and stuff that you don't want in your upper airway and you clean it out. Is the rescue product available over the counter generally? That's yeah. the one that has. Oh, absolutely. And that has what? Is, what are the CVS, Rite Aid, they all carry it. Okay. And that's got the antihistamine in it? No, no. That, that's the, the clear max yeah. has the capsaicin in it. Okay. Um, you, you don't make any product that has a standard uh, drug mixed in with it? No, we do. We have one. Oh, okay. And again, this goes back to it has oxymetazoline, which is, right. you know, it's, and it's a decongestant. Right. And what we found is people were mixing it with, you know, xylitol, our products, with their, their OTC pharmaceuticals. And what they kept coming back to us is saying that, that, you know, they use it. They don't have to use as much. And that's 100% our right. vision. You, and you, uh, and what the, we figured is we might as well just mix them together for them beforehand. Right. It, it just, uh, the suggestion is that you use that for temporary relief because there is a, a oh. rebound phenomenon with oxymetazoline. In other words, you, you get a little hooked on it. Uh, you know, it's, Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, so you want to use that, you know, open, you got, you know, really blocked sinuses. Uh, you want to use that for, you know, perhaps a few days running and then and then revert back to the other uh, over-the-counter forms of uh, uh, of clear, right? And then in terms of the spry, Correct. spry is like a wide variety of products. You may say, well, how do you get uh, that into kids? Kids, you know, little kids can't chew gums. You can give them pastilles. You can give them the mouth spray. There are a lot of ways to, I mean, uh, in our family, we have, you know, little kids, they, you know, they accept it, they use it, uh, it's safe, uh, and it really helps. Yeah, my, I mean, I've got my, my seven and my 10-year-old, and, you know, they, I pack, I give them a pack of gum every day to take to school. It goes yeah. in their lunchbox, and they share it with their friends. And, and by the so, way, there was a national campaign in Finland, I, I believe that came to your father's attention, which demonstrated that, you know, when they started handing out uh, xylitol gum as kind of like party favors to children in schools, you know, in the school cafeteria, that they reduced uh, the cost of, uh, you know, socialized dentistry in Finland by an enormous percentage that uh, childhood yeah. dental caries were dramatically reduced by high double-digit percentage. Uh, close to 80. And, yeah. and the thing is, is that, is that you know, and, and there's multiple studies showing that. I mean, you can go back to the belly sugar studies where they gave kids gum in the morning when they came to school, after lunch, and when they went home. And they only did it during school days. So Monday, Wednesday, Mon uh, Monday through Friday, they didn't do it on the weekends. They didn't do it during the summer. And when the study was done, two years later, the kids had a negative incidence of tooth decay, Oof. which means that the kids that when they started, a bunch of them had cavities as any kid group, group of kids you would have that. But at the end of the study, some of those cavities had actually healed 
Wow. And remineralized. Mm. And and that was that's crazy. That's and, just really and but what we yeah. know what we know since then is that if you can keep the pH of your mouth above a 7.0, then your teeth are naturally going to remineralize. It's that we have such a cruddy diet with mm-hmm. high, you know, a lot of sugar. Phosphoric acid from soda and, yeah, right. Yeah. But, but we are, we're constantly keeping our mouth in an acidic environment. So we didn't believe that your teeth could remineralize. But you can go, you know, you go watch TV and it's, it's actually funny because I'm not going to name the brand but there's a brand of toothpaste out there for sensitivity and their advertisement says, this is our remineralizing toothpaste and it's going to help remineralize your tooth because teeth, because you have to take care of your teeth because you only have your enamel once. And then once it's gone, it's gone. Didn't you just finish telling me that you're going to remineralize it? <laughs> That's the claim. They're able to make it. I know. And, and I mean, I'm just like, you're telling me in, in the same sense that once my enamel has gone, it's gone. But that I'm going to remineralize it. <laughs> yeah, that's kinda... and and the thing is, is that the the, the belief that, that that you know our enamel is there and once it's gone, it's gone. That is an old belief, and so they're putting an old belief statement into a statement. Our new, what we now understand is that in your mouth, you your teeth have this whole, you know, they mineralize and demineralize every day. You know, if you're eating something acidic, you know, you're out there having a having a soda pop, it's going to demineralize a little. If you're going to have coffee, if you're creating an acidic environment, it's going to leach some of that out. But as soon as your mouth gets above that pH of, of, I think it's actually not even seven, I think it's like six, your teeth will start to remineralize on their own. We just have to, it's just our job to make sure that we're keeping that pH above, I, I think it is six point something. Yeah. I'm not sure off the top of my head what it is, but but, uh, it doesn't you know, even have to be alcohol. I know they it could be to... just you know a little more towards neutral. That's great. Correct. All right. Well, you know, as usual, you're a wealth of information. Uh, let's give out uh, the website. Uh, and do people have access to some of these studies? Uh, you know, I know you have to be a little circumspect they're, about uh, publishing. They're some of these on things. our web page. Okay. And they're they're all on our web page. I mean, the the rules keep changing. I mean, you know, we were for for twenty years. We would host, you know, we would link this to, you know, to studies from our webpage and, and stuff like that. And for 20 years, we've been doing that. And then last summer, the FTC changed the rules and they wrote us a warning letter and said, you can't do that anymore. And I'm like, what do you mean we can't do it anymore? It's just well, now you can't do it anymore. Yeah, right. Wow. And, and so now we actually had to go back and, and we worked out a deal, like, you know, where now we just have to put a disclaimer and say these studies are for educational purposes yeah. only. Yeah, yeah. You know, more research needs to be done, kind of like the FDA has their little disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of those studies are on our, you know, and there's a bunch of them that don't even refer to our products because they are, again, mm-hmm. our, our goal is to educate people right. and help them to understand to the oral and respiratory health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Clearly. So there's a bunch of studies, just clear.com forward slash science. Um, you know, you can't, you can't see much on our Facebook page because it has to be, I mean, we used to be able to link to, you know, videos and articles of, of people talking about our products. You know, now the, the FTC is coming back and saying you can't do any of that, which I mean, to me, it's censorship at the, at the highest level because, you, you know, know, it's not us making any claims. It's, it's, 
it's you know, doctors Nate, Nate, prior out there to being an executive uh, in this uh, company and and developing uh, th- these products, uh, you were a deep sea diver and underwater uh, welder for the oil industry. Uh, do you sometimes long to go back to that safer occupation? You know, down. Uh, <laughs> You know, three hundred feet and a you know a breathing nitrox. You know, with uh, cumbersome welding equipment underwater. I mean, uh, maybe you should go back you to know, safer, it, it, safer pastures. No, that that is uh, that is very much. I mean, it's it's much more relaxing to do that. But <laughs> yeah, right. you know, this job is actually it's enjoyable. It's just that you know because there. You go down and you do your job for an hour or two a day, come back up and spend a couple hours in decompression, you're done. You don't have any stress. Here, you know, <laughs> you're doing something that, that we firmly believe right. that is beneficial for, for the human race, that it's beneficial for the people's health. And and so it's just it's just frustrating because the biggest blockage that there is is our own government stopping us. And again, we're not the only ones out there with solutions. There's a bunch of them, but you know, the FDA and the FTC are the ones that are kind of just blocking everybody from, from talking about it. Yeah. I mean, a, a great example, and it has nothing to do with COVID is they have known for 50 years. Okay. 1969 is when the first paper was published by Dr. Mackinnon about xylitol and, and tooth decay. To this day, you still cannot say in the United States that xylitol prevents tooth decay. Yeah, because it's a it's a it's a disease claim, and you know there's this technical argument that uh, you can't make disease claims about natural products. All right, look, I admire your passion. Uh, you've shared some really important information with our listeners. Uh, let's do it again. You know, amass uh, some new studies, and uh, you know, keep up the fight. We really appreciate uh, well, what you're doing. We will keep up the fight, and, uh, you know, anytime you want, I'll, I'll come back and chat about it. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, Nathan Jones, CEO and founder of Clear Inc. Uh, you can get a complete list of uh, retailers. Visit www.xlearclear.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.